Goodness gracious, her little voice just never gets old to me. It sounds so cute. So, welcome to One Girl One Mike podcast. I am your host Valerie Nicole, and I am here with the lovely drum roll, please, Doctor Sabrina. Hey, holla, hey. holla, 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 holla. This has been such a long time coming. I have to give you a good your introduction that you deserve, right? Okay. So. Um, I'm really big on vision boards, have been doing them for not a long time, but a little while. And so maybe about in April, I did a vision board for my podcast and getting a podcast mentor was on my vision board. Mm -hmm. Fast forward, I'm just kind of like reaching out to people, living life, working towards the podcast. My sister invites me to this women's brunch in Southfield and you were a speaker at mm -hmm. the brunch. Mm -hmm. I remember that day well. So I'm sitting in the audience, you are up there speaking, and everything you are saying is like speaking directly to me. Like, who is this lady? How does she know my life? Why is she speaking to me? It's, so, like, it's like the heavens opened up. It's like the heavens oh. opened up, right? Yeah, I look that. at my sister and I went, I want to ask her to be my mentor. I don't even know where that came from. She, my sister was like, oh, my God, I wasn't going to say me. Like, you should, too. Like, so soon as it's over with, like, you know, try to go and speak to her and, like, introduce yourself and, you know, get her information or whatever like that. I introduced myself, which was huge for me because I'm not really big at that. Kind of mm -hmm. shy a little bit mm -hmm. at some time. Mm -hmm. And introduced myself to you. You agreed to give me your information. You agreed to meet with me. And mm -hmm. then you agreed to become my mentor. So I had to, I was able to check that off of my um, vision list. board list. Mm -hmm. And it just really put things into alignment like I put it out there I worked hard I did the work and I was actually able but now that you have become my mentor and I've actually got a chance to know you first of all you I probably did. don't want me to be your mentor no more no no no, no. no, no. Not her. the complete opposite okay so first of all I did not know how popular Dr. Sabrina was I don't watch the news so what every time I tell anybody that you're my mentor everybody knows you everybody knows you so I genuinely went into this blindly it wasn't like I was kind of like chasing up you know what I'm saying like I had never even known you or anything so it wasn't like it was like really really it was a genuine encounter my intentions were and have, are, are still very genuine but like now that I've gotten to know you I think you're more than a mentor to me I absolutely love you it seems like you have been put in my life for a reason well that's what happened Right, because you what, always give me. What, that's what God does. That's what God does, that's right? What God does. So even so, I have like this perception, like I'll try to make you to be like perfect in my mind, right? Who? You, like I like do that. Perfect. Why? I don't know. That's so, please stop doing that. So listen, because so, I'm by far not perfect. No one's perfect. I know no one is perfect, okay. but no, no I know all. no one is perfect. But you want to say I'll put or it'll be like I'll say, oh no, Doctor Sabrina would never, and then I'll run it past you, and you're like, uh, yeah, I'm like. Oh. 
I love her. Every every time I think that it's going to be something crazy that I'm going to come to you with or I need advice on or I want to talk to you about, you are always just like, no, I've, I'm, I'm familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Right. <laughs> So I want to um, thank you so much, and I want to thank you for carving out time to actually come on my little video podcast. Thank you. Okay, I agree. Stop. Don't ever say that again. Don't say little video podcast. Don't ever say stop. little video JG, podcast. JG, why are you clapping in the back? Because don't ever say that no more. Okay. Don't ever say it because our words have so much power. And if we don't value it, then how will it ever be in the in the universe to value it? I agree. Because what we think is what we speak. What we speak is what we create. So if you look at your world and you see a little bit of your podcast, it's always going to be a little old podcast, even though God may have designed already for it to be a humongous. So JG is now standing clapping. So you get a standing podcast. ovation like five minutes into the podcast. And hum- it's supposed to be worldwide, global, dope, huger than huge, bigger than big. But you say, thank you for coming to my little bit. So then the angel who was supposed to take it to the next level, you done sat him down. Mm. See? Y'all with see your words. See? Y'all see? With your words. Your words. Right. So even today, I was talking to a group of women today and I asked them, what would you say if every single thing you said happened? If everything you said happened, mm. what would you say? I'll be married tomorrow. <laughs> I'll be like, my podcast would be like, have mad sponsors. I'll be like on tour. So then why don't you say it? I I do say that. I say, I try to speak that into existence and I do believe that. Like that is my desire and that's, but that's a, that's a, see, that's a very good way to think about it. Because once you think about it like that, like if everything I say will happen, mm-hmm. I'm only going to say things that I want to happen. Thank you. And that's what we're supposed to do because we're creators. Yeah. We create what we say. But oftentimes the biggest, the biggest opposition to an improved you is you. Boom. Okay. I'm happy that you said that because I completely agree. And that's going to bring <laughs> us to our topic today. Okay. Very right? good. Mm-hmm. The topic is self-accountability. Self-accountability. Working on a better me. So you are in my personal life. So you know, like everything, my like transition that I've been going through. I've been open with you. You've given me great advice, like the best advice. She tells me the things that she say to me, just stick with me forever. Write it down, print it out, put it on a sticky note. Yes. Because she's just awesome like that. So um, a few years ago, I read the book, um, The Four Agreements. Oh, I love that book. And it kind of helped. It's one of my favorite books. So that kind of book, that book kind of helped me put things into perspective a little bit, like the um, be impeccable with your word. Mm -hmm. So in order for me to be impeccable with my word, like I have to be accountable for my own actions. Right. Mm -hmm. Like or it doesn't. Absolutely. 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 But but being impeccable with your words. Mm -hmm. It's an S. Be mm-hmm. impeccable with your words, so you have to be imp- you have to mean what you say and say what you mean. And I think the S is so important. Yeah, like because that small S, that one letter, is that one ve- letter is because when it's one thing to be impeccable with my word about what I say to you that I'm going to do. That's yes, one thing. That's your word. Yes, that's my word. Mm-hmm. My word is bond. It should be that. Yes, 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 yes. But even bigger than that is to be impeccable with what I say. With your words, period. Period. Like every like word what that I you say. say. Yes. Whatever I say. If I if I if I begin the day with, oh man, I'm tired. Oh, then my words have created my day for me. So then I'll go outside and my tire is flat. 
Then when the AAA people get there, the guy, I used to date him and I couldn't stand him. Uh, <laughs> it's like, could you believe? And let me tell you what else happened. Yeah, like, it's then, worse and worse. And then he get there and he had. <laughs> so I don't want to get in the car with him no way because he, I mean, you know, everything will continue to go downhill because that's the way you started your day right. with what you said. Your words, right? With what your words are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I um I definitely agree with that. And mm-hmm. I definitely and I do believe that S, that little S, that one letter on the end does make a huge difference in being impeccable with your words. Mm-hmm. Right. So I do believe the change starts with us. Mm-hmm. Like I can't, you know, expect anybody else to do anything that I'm not expecting for myself. And I do believe that um some of our unchecked behavior we need to check. Mm-hmm. And I think that aligning yourself with the correct people will sometimes help you check your unchecked your unchecked behavior. I think that all people come to teach you a lesson, mm. whether it's people you like or people you don't like. Everything happens for a reason. Everything is is folding into and rolling into making you who God wants you to be. Yeah. So some of the greatest lessons I've ever had have come out of conflict. Mm-hmm. have come out of, uh, I ain't like what they said. Uh, I didn't like how they treated me. So if I realized that I didn't like that treatment, it made me have to think about, well, what kind of treatment do I want? Mm-hmm. So when when I was doing my radio show, I remember I had a guy that would call in all the time. And he would spend all this time talking about the type of women he didn't like. Mm-hmm. I don't like women that do this. I don't want a woman <laughs> that does this. I don't, I don't, I don't. And so finally one night I said, what do you want? Right. Because if you spend all your time focusing on what you don't want, guess what's going to come up to your door? What, what you, you don't, don't want. Because that's the only energy you've been that's putting out. That's the only energy you've been putting out. So yeah. if I spend 10 minutes thinking about what I don't want, it is my intent to spend at least 30 thinking about what I want. Yes. Because I need to double, triple, quadruple that energy in what I want what so that it want. will manifest and show up. Yeah, um, I I completely agree. Like y'all gonna keep going. I'm gonna stop saying I completely agree because I probably agree with most things she say. I don't know, but most things because she's she's good. I'm sorry. Like when you're good, you're good. I'm sorry. So no, I think that like who we choose to align ourselves with as adults, like that can kind of depend on like how mature we are. If I am immature, even in my adulthood, like I won't align myself with people that make me check my, um, my behavior that needs to be checked. Right. I'll continue to be around people that are okay with, you know, bad behavior and things that I probably should have grown out of and things that probably need to be worked on and changed. I'll continue to align myself with those type of people. But when you mature, now you want to align yourself with people like I want to I want to check myself. Like I need somebody to say, no, baby, you don't want to do that. That's not right. Like, no, don't don't say that. Like, Well, one of the things I say all the time is the number one reason why people fail is coachability. And coachability is seen when you lack the ability to take and implement feedback. Because most of us don't want nobody to tell us nothing. Most of us don't like feedback. We don't like constructive criticism. Whatever you want to call it, we don't like it. So because we don't like it when somebody gives it to us, we become defensive. Mm-hmm. We talk about them. Oh, we call them haters. They or we try. want to start pointing out their flaws. <laughs> right. Well, How you, you going to tell this? me about this? How about you going to tell me yeah. about this? And mm-hmm. you doing this? Yeah. Well, the lesson in that becomes... You always have to be coachable because how do you get better if can't nobody tell you nothing? Right. And you have to be able to separate how it's said 
from what is said because they may not know how to say it, but what they said was still valid. So if you don't take it and use it, you're still not getting better. Right. You still you didn't get anything that yeah, you were you supposed get to get out of it. you didn't get anything out of it that you were supposed to get out of it. And so, you know, lessons are going to show up for you all day, every day. And so it is so crazy that you say that as far as like what they taken, what they said and now how they said it. Because for me, right, self-accountability means the ability to take emotion out of a situation mm-hmm. and see facts. the role you play. Mm-hmm. And just go to facts. So sometimes you have to be like, OK, separate what you know from how you feel. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I may feel like you could have said that a better way. But what I know is what you told was, me was, was right. right. Ouch. Yeah. I got I to own my stuff. I have to own my stuff. I own, 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 own your stuff. You got to own it. So I think that um, how how accountability for me, like self-accountability, like what makes it good for me is it helps me to have grace and empathy towards others. So once I can check my own self and see my mistake in things and say, hey, okay, I could have did this better or maybe there's something that I need to change. When I see somebody else doing the same thing that I probably should have changed or that I worked on, it, I have empathy and grace towards them. And I do understand that that's the only way for me to get grace back is I well, have to be grateful. Well, grace you get you don't earn it no yeah it's free it's a free gift you don't you don't do nothing for it when you wake up you get a new allotment of it Mm -hmm. that don't have nothing to do with what you do now you don't have to work for it you don't have you don't have to work for it Mm -hmm. however because you have an understanding then you learn how to treat everybody because god wants to know can he trust you with people and not just the people you like but more importantly, the people you don't like. Yeah. Because those yeah, I'm people still working that you, on me on the area well, with people I don't like. Yeah, people that you don't like are going to be present. The word is, and I, you know, I don't want to preach to you, but, no, but I am no. a preacher, so I can do that. Uh, the word tells us that he prepares a table for you in the presence of your enemy. You can't have the table spread for you. That means your blessings. That means all the things that he's giving you. You can't have that. Without the enemy. Mm -hmm. They go together. So because they go together and you know that the enemy is going to be at the table, you can't dog the enemy. You can't dog the enemy. You can't dog him. You just can't. So this is the, um, I always, I say this a lot, right? Mm -hmm. So when, and I believe that, right? Like, so God will prepare a table for you in front of your enemies. To me, the the catch is, like my in my layman's terms mm-hmm. of ways and like how I express it to other people, mm-hmm. the gag is once he prepare your table, you ain't even gonna care about the enemy. And it's a part of me to feel like, oh, like you will not give two fucks about the enemy. You will literally like invite them to your table. Like you feel you have empathy for them. Like, no, you're well, lacking in some areas. So like, I'm I'm gonna take it a step further for you. Because the word goes on to say, and my cup runneth over. Mm-hmm. My cup never runs over for me. My cup runs over for who's at for my at, table. For who's at the table. So because I know the enemy is at my table, they may not even get it. But because you know me, you're going to benefit from knowing me. Yes. Even though you don't like me, it's going to benefit you from knowing me. So I can't be tripping because I'm so busy operating in my gifting and in my blessing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, and I always think about it. Um, 
from a personal perspective, like dating, right? Like, so it's like a mm-hmm. guy, like, and so mm-hmm. I think women, we like, ooh, like he did me so wrong. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm a do this and I'm gonna do that. And I'm like, okay, but basically like you're gonna do, you're gonna do all of these things that you wanna do. But when you get to that point, you're not even gonna care about him. You're not gonna like marry with your new husband. You're not gonna care. <laughs> like, he's gonna be at your table watching you eat and you're not going to give a solitary fuck. And if you do care, mm-hmm. then that's an issue within you. It don't have nothing to do with them. Yes. So you got to constantly ask yourself why something bothering you anyway. Yes. So it's some healing that has to go on. There's still some healing needs to be done because at the end of the day, people do what's inside of them, not what's inside of you. So even if they do something to you, it has more to do with what's inside of them than what's inside of you. Yes. So because I know that I'm not a hater, Mm -hmm. you being a hater ain't gonna make me a hater. No. If I'm a person that loves and, and and supports and is compassionate. I'm going to be loving, supporting, and compassionate. Yes. And God will prepare a place for you to be all of that, like to your full realm. Yes. Where you, there is no room for you to care that that person is there to witness it. Well, it's so funny because I had a situation where a, a colleague of mine, a person that we um, travel in the same circles, we socialize together, did some business together, and she was not pleased with the quality of my work. That was her terminology she was not pleased with the quality of my work and from my perspective there were some things that caused that to happen however that was her viewpoint Mm -hmm. and yeah I could have pressed it I could have but what I did was I made her whole what I said to her was because you feel like that what you would do to pay me you don't owe me nothing okay You don't owe me nothing. If that's the way you feel, you don't owe me nothing. And I appreciate your honesty about how you feel because most people can't take criticism. Right. One that they don't like or they don't agree with. Because wait, wait, I wait, did that, not agree. No, this was criticism on a different level because not only was it criticism that you don't like or you don't agree with, but it was like, and you don't have to pay me. See, that's a whole different part. Because yeah. I can say, I, I, you can feel exactly the way you feel, but you still owe me what right, it's due. Right, right, right. But the reason that I said you don't have to pay me mm-hmm. is because I wanted to make her space better. Yeah, yeah. So what she will never be able to say right, is that Dr. Sabrina came, I really didn't like what she did, and I paid her all this money. Yeah, she I didn't like her, ever, I didn't pay her. She ain't going to ever be able to say that. Yeah. What she is going to be able to say is that, well, when I gave her the feedback, she said this. I, I, that, that's honorable. That could change her whole perspective on. And even if it don't. Mm-hmm. Even if it don't. You are okay at this, with it. At the end of the day, I might not ever want to work with her again. Hello. Because I choose who I work with. Yeah. I may not choose to go there again. But I felt like what I did was okay for me. I agree. So I think that um, for me, self-accountability, it helps me take back power. It Mm -hmm. gets me out of victim mode, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Because I think when something happens to us in our life, you know, it hits and we're like, oh, my God, why is this happening to me? I'm such a good person. Why are you doing this to me? So sometimes if I can have the ability to step back from a situation, look at it for what it is, take accountability for my role I played in, it actually gives me, it's actually empowering because I'm out of victim mode. Mm -hmm. I'm not, this Mm -hmm. didn't happen to me. Like, what role did I play in this? Mm -hmm. Okay, how can we fix it? And then it actually helps me in future. Absolutely. So 
how you can do it differently next yes time. next time mm-hmm. right like so mm-hmm. i can you know i it changes my perspective it changes my the way i the way i view things and all and that's all it, that's all it, what it's about right is how you view things once you change how you see things then right your heart has been pricked and you can kind of your move perception becomes your reality yeah yeah. So I wanted to ask you, like, how has it been having me as a mentor? Because I'm, I'm sure you're you not, have a, you're not my mentor. I mean, as you're a mentee, my mentee. As a mentee, I'm sorry, you're my mentor as a mentee. Uh, it's been interesting. Be nice, like say lie and say a bunch of nice stuff I, about me. I'm not gonna lie. No, lie and say a bunch of I'm nice. I'm not stuff. gonna lie. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it's been it's been cool. I mean, you know, you are uh, a mini me. Oh no! Don't make me cry. No, but you really are. One because you're high energy. I'm high energy. Mm-hmm. So like, just to like hear you talk and the way you flow, I'd be like, oh my god, that's so me. <laughs> uh, and then you're very, um, and then you've been open about what your challenges are because I think that as a mentor or a person who is, who has some level of wisdom or some level of expertise. You can't give it if the person's not open for it. Mm-hmm. And so I don't ever want to stuff my values down anybody's throat. That's not how I come across. That's just not what I do. But when you come and say, this is where, this is where I'm struggling, this is where I'm, I'm at, then that lets me know that the, the gate is open yes. to then walk in. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate you trusting me enough. I do. To, I trust you a lot. To be, like from the um, first time I met you, I trust be. you. Like I don't even know why. Yeah, and then you listen. You have something to say, but you listen, and you and I see that you, you know, like you got a name for your production company. I do not have a name for my production company, but I'm going to have one really soon. Like, don't let's. Oh wow, why would you say that? Like on mic, like what? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> getting back to self accountability, like <laughs> that's ain't that? Don't you need to be accountable for what? For what the mentor said, you need to be doing. So, um, I want to get, I want to touch back a little bit on aligning who we align mm. ourselves with as people adults. In our, people in our world, right? People so, okay, I'm a huge hip hop fan. Okay. <laughs> 90s hip hop, apparently. Okay. And, um, I heard y'all talking when I was coming in. Yeah, so let me say this: that, y'all think y'all had nasty music. <laughs> they ain't heard the blues. Y'all ain't heard the blues. <laughs> Stand up in it. Come on, uh-uh. now. the ones. The, my favorite is you gotta <laughs> lick it before you stick it. We did not Hallelujah. touch on the blues. The blues, the blues is been nasty for a long for, forever. time. Forever. Forever. And not only just blues. Period. Like I don't care. Like yeah. blues just, is just nasty. They just they, they just, just nasty. go in. Yeah. It's like low key. Like don't nobody even be on be them even about their lyrics. Yeah, right. <laughs> their lyrics just be out cold. Yeah. Cause stand up in it. I'm stand like, stand up what? in it. I want to put it in my pipe and smoke it. I like be stroking. <laughs> yes, that's what I be doing. And the blues concerts are crazy. They crazy. They are crazy. Stupid. Like crazy, they bring people stupid. on stage. These old grandmas be up there dancing. It is a crazy it's place. It's, it's, so it's, it's a lot of fun though. So let me say this: the whole thing about sex. It's just this sex. There's nothing new about sex. Everything that we hear, everything that we are seeing, everything. Only thing that we that is new about it is that people film it and now you can see it. Mm-hmm. But there were, if you went to India and went to the temple of the Karma Sutra, the carvings of what people were doing, I, most people don't even, pornos don't do that. 
Okay, so it is so crazy that you would say India in the conversation. Do y'all don't understand? Like, this is the reason why I love Dr. Sabrina. We are one. Because I know Align about yourself. the Karma Sutra. No, <laughs> listen, I was in Vegas and you were like, nothing is new, right? So like, nothing I'm thinking, I'm, so my mind is like, okay, the, I've never seen like Indian people be sexual, mm-hmm. right? So I was in Vegas and I seen, it was an Indian couple in mm-hmm. there in a male strip club and they were like getting mad lap dances from a male stripper and then they took the male stripper home. Took the male stripper home. Mm-hmm. I was so flabbergasted I did not know none of the male dancers that was on the stage I the whole time I was in there I was watching the Indian couple right like trying to get other people like look at this shit and then I thought about it when I left they invented the fucking Karma Sutra right. so they are very sexual they people very I've sexual just never people. seen them because they because this is the thing they uh, a lot of times we think because you know in America you know sex sales and you know what we see in the media and it's pushing in front of us and all that kind of stuff but the freakiest things are done behind apparently yeah yeah apparently so that is just crazy that you would bring up the Indian and I'm thinking about the Indians that I seen in Vegas that was on some they was on some that they was on some freaky stuff, but I mean whatever they may be doing a um karma sutra stuff. So, have you ever seen the karma sutra? Have you ever read the? Book? I've never read. It. I've seen. I've never read it, and I've seen those drawings. Okay, they're not drawings. They're carvings. The carvings. Yeah. So the carvings are actually inside of a temple. If you go to India, there's a temple. And I want to go to in- India. And when you go into the temple, they have all these carvings in the wall, and they are of people having. Sex. Different sex. It's all different type of positions. But this is the thing, and most people don't even notice. I don't even know if people talk about it. But there were animals. Inside the in, carvings. In the, in the carvings. There was animals. And, and the animals were involved in these and sexual acts, too. I'm over was, it. was licking I'm, and... Lies. I'm just Lies. saying. I'm just saying. Yo, they was into bestiality? That's a bit much. That's a bit much. Okay, so let's get back on track. So aligning yourself with people that... Who you align yourself with as an adult? I think that's so important. I think, but why do you keep saying as an adult? Because I think the friends that we grew up with, like Juvenile say, that's what I was getting back to my 90s rap. Juvie said it best. I grew up with them niggas. I'm stuck with them niggas. That's for real. Like, no, no, it's not. No, it is though. No, so it's listen, not. No, no listen, it's not. No, let me finish. No, let it's me, not. Let me finish. Let me finish. I grew up with a whole bunch of folk that I am not stuck with, okay. including folk that was grew up in my house. <laughs> So, no, what I'm saying is that the best friend, <laughs> listen, the best friend that you meet at childhood is not like you can go back and get another childhood best friend. Okay, but then let me say this. So then, wait, wait, let me uh, just say, let me say this, Dr. Sabrina, this is One Girl, One Mike podcast. So, uh, <laughs> so what she say that for? So she's like, <laughs> she like I, know, I, know, I know you got to talk, yeah. but I, this is my show. <laughs> right. Let me say this. No, let me say this. No, I'm joking. But, um, no, so I do believe that, like, the okay, so when you grow up with people, that's your best friend, you grew up with them, right? Mm-hmm. You can't go back and get another 10-year-old best friend, but then who I choose to align myself with as an adult it, it to me it reflects more of who I am as a person because like I could like not, not okay to... so let me say this okay. just, I just gotta say this okay because I taught my son as a child mm-hmm. who you align yourself with matters mm-hmm. so he was intentional about who were his friends mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. even as a child 
you can be intentional about oh, yeah. who you hang out with because it was people that went to school with me that was skipping school and getting high. But that wasn't them, who you were. So you, if you're not, if you're not a, if you're not, if you're but not, no. But that don't mean that I ain't want to hang. That don't mean I ain't want to have fun. No, but so even people, though, but even, but listen, listen. But even though that's not to say you didn't want to participate in those type of things, but that's not who you were as a kid, like as a person, right? Even then, so you're gonna align your your energy gonna align with who you're supposed to connect with anyway. You're gonna be if you're a scholar, if you went to your books, you're gonna align yourself with the smart kids. If you, you know what I'm saying? If you drinking already, you're gonna align yourself with the party kids. If you having sex, you're gonna align yourself with the girls that's probably you know skipping school having sex. Your energy is gonna align itself with who. And but I do, sa- but the same thing happens as an adult. No, but I do believe that I I like the theory of um be kids can be or younger people can be should be intentional with who mm-hmm. they align themselves mm-hmm. with. And I think that that's where parents typically right for so for the parent that is not intentionally putting that into their child they do it by ways of saying I don't want you hanging out with them mm-hmm. why don't you hang out with these people mm-hmm. that's them trying to have you be intentional about who you align yourself with right I see something in you you shouldn't hang out with the bad kids because right. that ain't even really who you are right. you probably need to come over here but kids you, you're going to do whatever you want to do so this is what thing that let me know that the way I talk to my son mattered mm-hmm. because I did not have to tell him oh you don't hang out with them kind of people you don't right. I didn't have to do that I would always talk about what a leader does mm-hmm. when you're a leader this is how it shows up yes so i remember he was probably seven eight playing basketball and they had finished the game and they were behind this partition getting dressed i was on the other side so i was as mothers do ear hustling mm-hmm. <laughs> so as a professional ear hustler i heard overheard him talking to the other little boy and the little boy was putting on all these chains mm-hmm and my son went, why are you doing that? He says, oh, because I'm trying to be like such and such rapper. Mm-hmm. And my son said to him, oh, I don't want to be like no rapper. I am. No, he said, you shouldn't want to be like anybody. You're an individual and make sure you be like yourself. Mm-hmm. So I literally was in the back going, yes, yes. Because you have put yes. that into him. But we have, a, we have so much power that we don't yield. And... We sometimes don't give children the ability to empower themselves. So even to say um, be intentional about your friends as an adult, we should. But you can be intentional about your friends when you eight. Yes, you you could be. And but if so, I think that you are going to be intentional about your friends if that's what is poured into you. So right. we'll take your right. parents to right. have a certain right. level of right. understanding, right. And, or somebody around, you. and so or somebody around yeah. you. Yeah, because I can honestly you. say like there were people around me yeah. that wanted me to be intentional about intentional about my friends, and I didn't want to be. Okay, and my mother didn't. She was like, no, she can be friends with whoever she want to be friends with. And there were people around my mother going like, no, you should. Have, and she was like, no, she should have been. But these are really good people that I still I'm friends with them to this day. Like they love me. And at the same time, their parents were trying to tell them to not be friends with me as well. Mm-hmm. They were like my best friend. Her, her stepfather moved her out of class so we couldn't be together and all this other kind of wow. stuff. because They didn't want us to be friends, but we still were friends. OK. Right. So mm-hmm. it's like she lived across the street from me. What other friends am I going to have on this block besides her? We're here day in and day out. So that's like it's like in a. In a broad perspective, when I say like you grew up with them niggas, you stuck with them niggas because like no, like these are the people, these are the friends from my block. Like I can't go get another friend from when I was ten, but who I align myself with as an adult, that kind of shows who I am as a person. Because I'm not going to go and get another person 
like her if that ain't who I really am. Right. You made the cut because I have a choice. But anybody else, I have a choice. If I have a choice in the matter, I'm aligning myself with people that have the same views as me and have the same morals and we kind of like on the same path. Mm -hmm. And then you should, I always say you should routinely examine your circle of friends. Yes. Because at any given moment, that circle has changed because sometimes you are now elevated to another stage and people at that level can't even see you at the new level. So if they can't see the new level, they can't be at the new level. I completely agree. And I think the thing that the people don't talk about is, for me, when you reach the next level and when you try to bring the person that you brought along with you and they're not ready to go to that new level mm -hmm. and you know, you know it, you from the initial conversation, when you get it and you because this is your counsel, Right. I find comfort in my counsel. So when I get it, I go to my counsel and they don't. I immediately know it's heartbreaking. It don't because have it, to be. It doesn't have to be. But it is because there's a part of me that knows. You might not be able to come. But it don't have to be heartbreaking. And this is why it doesn't have to be heartbreaking. Just because I can't take you to that level don't mean that I can't still rock with you hello i don't mean that i can't still like go to the movies or go to bakers and listen no to because sometimes but sometimes still look still having those people around it could hinder you because mm -mm, mm -mm. at the end of the day you control you mm. so one of the things that i know is that i <coughs> i remember i have a friend she's still my very good friend we were at an event and i was talking to somebody and she walked up in the middle of the conversation and just started talking all inappropriate and shit. Who, See? Who, who does that? <laughs> right. So all that said to me is that when I'm in those circles, she yeah, can't go. She can't come. That don't mean we still don't go hanging. Because I love her. So what I did was I um, I hang with you where you want to hang at. Mm. And you can't come hang with me. No. Because you might do shit like that. So no. I, you, we can hang at places that I'm comfortable going. Yeah, as long as where she want to hang out, yeah. I'm comfortable with so who I don't even, go. I really don't even give her a choice. I just say this is what we doing. No, I prefer for them to invite me because when I invite you to my places, mm -hmm. it may not go very mm -hmm. well. Because I'm first of all, I am a uh, a versatile woman, mm -hmm. so my places vary. So one place may be all professional and okay. those are clients yes. and people I'm networking with. But then I might just be on the block at the bar. Right. Because I want to So you cocktail. do have some places where you can bring her with you. Absolutely. Okay. I, and so I, then I'll call her and say, like, I like music. So I like gospel music. And I like, and she like gospel music. She like all kind of music. So I'll just, I got tickets for a gospel concert tonight. Boom. I'm call That's her. where we'll enjoy each other. Let's at. go. I agree with we're that. We're going to have a ball. We're going to have a ball because we're going to talk about all the <laughs> right. Y'all have the, a good time. At the concert. So I want to end with this. I want to go back to a point you said about your son and mm -hmm, what you mm -hmm, fed into him mm -hmm. and like how it showed him being a little bitty boy and going like, and you were like, yeah, like I poured that into him. Mm -hmm. You parent him intentionally. I think that that is so important. Um, with my parents, my father did things intentionally. Like I asked him, he was like, no, that was put into you on purpose. Like the way you are good. I wanted you to be that way. Right. Mm -hmm. My mother, not so much. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm a chocolate girl. I don't have YouTube so people can't see me. Follow me on Instagram. So by me being chocolate, like I got teased for my um, complexion mm -hmm. growing up. So 
my mother unintentionally my mother doesn't have any awareness of you know like you know the words you speak and you know all of our shit right mm -hmm. like that's not who she is as a person unintentionally my mother greets me since I was a little bitty girl hello my beautiful daughter that's how my mother greets me to this day she put that in me mm -hmm. so when I would get teased Nobody could really tell me like that I that was, wasn't beautiful. That I wasn't beautiful because my, my mother said, I'm beautiful. had already put into me. She had already poured into me. So it, then it makes me think two things: like, what if she had put something else intentionally in me, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And my father did put like, "You're a leader." You know what I'm saying? You don't follow. Like, so I'm a leader. Like, because my father told me that I was a leader from the time I was born. So I am a leader. Mm -hmm. But my mother, so that's how my mother greets me. Like, hello, my beautiful daughter. So I never had problems with that, right? When I did, when the behavior came up, I went home to check with my parents because that's what happens, right? We go into the world. They tell us one thing. We bring it back home. I brought it back home. And my parents was like, no. Everybody in my family was on board. No, I'm okay. I know women that are my complexion, darker or lighter, chocolate girls that have issues right now, like in their late 40s. Because 50s, 60s, 80s, 90s. Yes, because that yes. behavior was unchecked. Yes, it, it went on. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody ever checked that behavior to say, or even, or even if it was checked, it was something inside of them that didn't believe it. Because you have to believe. So even if someone tells you that you're pretty or that you're sexy, but if in your mind you don't like it. For whatever reason, you don't even like as a it. kid, you think. Oh heck yeah! So you think so, even if you told your son like you should be like yourself, if he was like, I don't want to be like myself, he wouldn't have did it anyway. Yeah, if it wasn't in him. Mm. Yep. Okay. Yep, absolutely. And so I look at people who I, I know. For me, I remember being, um, you know, because I was 120 pounds heavier than I am now, and I remember telling my then husband, my husband, that I didn't feel <laughs> that I wasn't sexy, and he started laughing. And I says, well, why are you laughing? And I'm telling you my truth. Mm -hmm. And he says, because if you weren't sexy, Sabrina, why am I always trying to have sex with you? Right. And I didn't equate in my head mm -hmm. that him wanting to do me equaled sexy. Yes. Because him wanting to do me, in my mind, equaled trying to take it because I had been raped. Oh. So... So Lord. many things happening to Why you. Why would you go deep like that? I'm just sorry. That's just the truth. And we got to wrap this podcast up. Yep. JG. Let's just drop the mic. Bam. Boom. You can find me at SabrinaJackson.com. Yes. One more time. SabrinaJackson, all one word, dot com. And you are, you, so you have a clothing line coming out? Uh-huh. The Dr. Sabrina Collection. I'm getting ready to start a, 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 a studio, the Dr. Sabrina Studios. Are you starting a studio? Yeah, no, yeah. So do you, okay, you want to plug anything else? Because like, I'm in a movie. Know. I'm in a movie. You're in a movie? I'm in a movie. Like, okay, so this just goes to show, when I wrote on my vision board that I wanted to podcast mentor, I promise y'all, it was not like this person. I don't know what I was expecting. And God showed up and showed out, like, I don't know you were going to do a studio and like you're in that's a movie. That's a whole. That's a whole. The, the, the studio is real, real new, um, but the movie I, I I filmed a while ago and it's gonna be um, it's gonna come out. The premiere is October the twentieth. It's called Team Marriage because I've been seeing all it all all on my Instagram. Yes, do not am, even know I am in that movie. You are in the movie. I am I must in, in the fucking movie. Like you in the I movie. I am in the movie. So the 
you know, the premiere is October 20th. It's a Sunday. October 20th. 20th. October 20th. 6.30 is the time. You can go to Team Marriage Doc, Team Marriage D-O-C dot com to get tickets. And we are 75% sold out. And where is this viewing going to be the, at? At the Maple Theater in Bloomfield. Amazing. I'm so excited. You should be. So last night, I was filming another movie. I'm going to be in a comedy called Baby Mama Drama. Lord have mercy. And in this movie, I play. And so this is the thing I, about movies for me. I'm only playing me. Okay. So if you're looking for a person to be a doctor, Dr. Sabrina, come on. Come on. Come on. She's ready. I'm ready. She ready. She ready. Alrighty, so that is One Girl, One Mic podcast with my lovely mentor, Dr. Sabrina, and um, self-accountability. JG, we out. You're listening to One Girl, One Mic podcast. See you next week.